0: Kevin, did you have a rough outline you wanted to hit?
1: Like, oh, yeah. You know, like, being the first show. We can just cover yeah, some of I the say say things that have happened recently. Uh, with the the we can said, say, be you problem. know, uh, the draft. Uh, Start they had, with the draft. Then they had,
0: the free agency.
1: They had before before free agency, they had their uh, uh, prospect camp, what they call development camp. Where they show some of their top prospects, show yeah. off what they got. Uh, free agency, and then, you know, say, hey, season tickets are up, a bunch of, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, we should talk about, uh, oh, God, uh Bjorkie
1: getting oh, yeah. traded. Yep, Bjorkstrand, yep. yep.
0: Because uh, I know he is a staple. Yep.
1: But it's the it price of them happen, business. Though. Yeah, that's yep. You know, the I've said this before, but it's like the Blue Jackets are kind of – they have – it's not as bad, but, you know, like they kind of have a similar thing where, you know, with Jesse – kind of the Jesse Bates thing, it's like like the Bengals need to save money for Burrow, Chase, Higgins, and all these other guys. It's a similar thing with the Blue Jackets is that you like having Bjorkstrand, but – they have guys that are going to be coming up that are more important that they're going to have to save money. Well, I
0: mean, they had to get under the cap.
1: Yeah. And, and that's another thing too. No they team was going
0: cap. to just say, oh, we'll take a lesser player. No. To help. And
1: is back.
0: Yes,
2: sir. All,
0: All right. So you're going to end this live or are we just going to keep rolling it and kind of start the intro from now and then we'll just cut this? Uh, What do
2: you think is best?
0: Because I don't know if we have to set up a whole new live, a whole new.
2: I have to figure out how many channels I can stream to.
0: Well, we're not going to stream anything, are we? This is just going to go out as audio only, so we're going to record it and then take the audio.
2: Yeah, we can do that.
0: To Anchor, so.
2: So you just wanting to stream it live and not record it? No, we're going to
0: record only. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's we're we're recording right now. We've been recording.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Do you just want to delete this nine minutes or whatever? Like when we put it out audio only, we can cut this all out. We'll do an intro here in a second, and that's where it'll actually start from. Yeah, I've got audio editing equipment or
2: whoever wants to do it. We can do it.
0: who wants to do the, uh, the intro. We'll kind of just say who we are. We can kind of say this will be interesting because some of us know a little more about I hockey than others, it. you know? So I know, kind of be... I know
2: nothing, John snow.
0: So we can kind of just say that, you know, Kevin's obviously going to be like our blue jackets expert. I know That's kind of why I got him on
2: the big screen.
0: Yeah. And I know a solid amount about it, but, uh, and then you guys are just kind of going to be learning on the fly. And
2: I've got this like- in order of education.
0: <laughs>
2: because right. above me. So, I don't know a single player on their roster. I know they start in October.
0: I figured that out. Well, there. they picked up. Back, so I should be below you. They picked up uh Johnny who was the biggest free agent. Like it's crazy that they got him. So that'll be something we talk about. And then the, we can let Kevin hit more of the that stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, all, would that be all,
2: like the Reds signing Barry Bonds or something? Like I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, it would it, be like uh Aaron Judge or oh, oh so I, like, got it. Okay, or, uh, Mike Trout. So that shouldn't
2: have happened then, basically.
1: Um. No, basically, No but one saw
0: it coming No Not because really. the, reason
1: that, the reason it Happens that the Blue no, the Blue Jackets Weren't even thinking about it Their main We gotta do the intro Yeah yeah we will We're, we're just kind of
0: telling you guys Some of this so you have a little bit
1: Like the main focus of reading reading for The Blue Jackets was to fix Their defense and they did that they got a Free agent signing on defense and then they thought Okay we're done for the day well, then, about four o'clock Eastern Time, Johnny Gaudreau comes to the Blue Jackets and just says, "Hey, I want to play with you." And the Blue Jackets are like, "Wait, what?" So, who like, did come from? Uh, he's originally from the New Jersey, New Jersey, area. New
0: Jersey area. But
1: his last like, what game team was-, was he on? Oh, well, Calgary Flames. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Calgary Flames. It's up in. Is
2: that NHL or is that yes. like? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is where I'm at, man. But that's okay, though. That's I'm okay. willing to learn. You're going to have a dumbass on the show, but we're here. Right. Hey, but
1: it's a good dynamic for all of us. You know, we, we exactly. all learn. We all learn. No, but, and then about four o'clock.
0: Now, we'll let you, let's just go of, ahead and so let's do it, the intro and start it, it because yeah. you can explain some of this as we go when Santori asks questions. Like, that'll be part of the show, too, because right. it'll be good, informative for everyone really yeah all right so i'll count you down and then you do the intro
1: okay three two one hello everyone welcome to the uh, first edition of brew jackets a columbus blue jackets podcast talking about our favorite hockey team the columbus blue jackets and uh we like beer so that's why (laughs) we we put the names together you know blue jackets and brew jackets so there you go beer brew jackets so uh my name is Kevin Ballington joining me today we have Dale
0: hello everybody I uh have another show called Bengals and Brews shameless plug also love the Columbus blue jackets I've got me a nice Miller Light here for you audio listeners whenever you're checking this out I'll probably have one again then when I'm listening to it as well
1: We also have Matt Matt, And uh, The awesome Santori With super awesome sunglasses
2: I know nothing about hockey
1: But that's okay though We can help with that We're all here to learn Yeah, um,
2: yeah, so I'm I'm Santori Another shameless plug like Dale I've got a podcast called Rally Around the Natty Where we focus mainly on the Reds and Bengals But, you know, hockey's not my forte at all i'm here to learn here to have fun i figure if i'm gonna jump into trying to figure out hockey i may as well go with my local team so columbus is only about 90 minutes from where i'm at so i guess that kind of makes a good amount of sense you not gonna call i don't even know what teams are good what teams are bad i know very 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 minimum so you can't even call me fairweather i picked the closest team to my house and here we are man
0: and and this is going to be great because you know a lot of fans are just now getting interested in maybe the blue jackets which we're going to talk about some of the reasons why on here but you know it's a good time for a lot of people to learn so if you have questions fire them away kevin's are, are going to be our expert for sure on this i'll chime in at times matt's my bodyguard he's currently at trivia night so he's halfway paying attention he may have some things but you know, we're just going to have fun with this and see where it goes, guys. So, Kevin, where do you want to start with this offseason?
1: So, the really, you know, the, the big thing that you kind of knew when at the end of the season, when uh, Blue Jackets general manager Yarmo Kekalainen had his press conference and he said that there will be moves in the offseason. And there's reason to believe that that had to be correct because the Blue Jackets defense wasn't very good this past season. They set a record for most goals given up on the flip side. Their offense was good. They set a record for most goals scored in team history, but they really needed to fix the defense. And so that was going to be the big focus. And when you read articles about the Blue Jackets and rumors, they say, Oh, they're going to, they're linked to this guy, this guy, that guy, that guy. And it's all help on defense. And so you're like,
0: Even the draft, correct, Kevin? Like when we got to the draft then, it's like that was their main focus. So so they had two early first-round picks. You want to discuss those a little bit for us? Sure.
1: And, again, going with the defense thing, the Blue Jackets had two picks in the NHL, uh, two first-round picks in this year's NHL draft, and they need help on defense. So they used both those picks in the first round on defense. Two good uh, defensemen. One, the first one, his name is David Yurichek. He was picked at number six, and he is seen as a guy who could be a top def- defensive star for the Blue Jackets in, let's say, one to three years from now. And a similar idea with their 12th pick, Dayton Matejchuk. Um Matejchuk, he's more of an offensive guy on defense. Yurichek is seen as a more defensive style defenseman. But both are needed in today's NHL because goal scoring is has gone up like crazy. Then, of course, after that, the big story with the Blue Jackets is that every hockey team has what they call their development camp, which is they take all their prospects and they for a week they put them in uh, like a scrimmage, they play some games, some passing drills, some shooting drills. They have a team bonding activities. They teach them how to cook. They take them to different fun places. Sometimes it's like the Columbus Zoo. Sometimes it's like a baseball game. Just fun team bonding activities. And the big story from that was their top Russian prospect, Krill Marchenko, finally came over from Russia. He's been playing over in Russia for almost four years now. And that was the Blue Jackets' first look at Krill Marchenko. And he did awesome in the development camp. They did the, the the scrimmage game. He looked awesome there, and then the next day was free agency. And again, going with the defense theme, people, the Blue Jackets need help on defense, and so that's what they did. They went and got defenseman Erica Branson for a four-year deal.
0: Now, a lot of people was mad at Yarmo on that one. They thought he overpaid, like he. But he set out, like you said, he was wanting to try to fix the defense. They needed a. An enforcer almost a little bit, which I know is not necessarily a thing now in hockey, but you still need some toughness back there. And you need somebody when you're going to have some stars, like we're going to talk about. But did you think that was a slight overpay at first?
1: A little bit, yeah. But you kind of, but like you've perfectly said, Dale, is that listen, the Blue Jackets need help on defense. And the way that the free agent market was going, that's the price it had to be to get some help on defense especially Eric Branson. he's 6'5 220 he's a big physical dude and like you said Dale he's the type of guy that can beat the crap out of people and <laughs> yes that's what the, and that physicality and that help on defense is what the blue jackets need and there really wasn't a lot of that available through free agency and so because of that prices went up and Ultimately, that's the price you have to pay if you wanted that, and the Blue Jackets absolutely needed that because they needed the help on defense. You can't set a record for most goals given up in team history and do nothing. You need- yeah, and
0: even though they okay. drafted two guys, they needed somebody that could step in and give them something this season because those guys are most likely – I mean, we've seen it with Cole Sillinger last year. He stepped in right away as a young guy, But, but most likely – our first round picks are probably not going to do that this year.
1: No. Generally speaking, most of the time your draft picks are like 1 to 3 years away. Now, but,
0: continuing free agency, Kevin, we yeah. got to get to the most exciting. After they sign, they signed the uh Eric for defense. They moved on and they picked up somebody that uh well, you can just kind of tell us or Santori like Let's kind of fill him in on uh, how big – what were you asking earlier? Like compare it to what kind of signing? Well,
2: I had uh, originally asked because, like I said, I'm I'm new to hockey, man. Like I, I know sure. the name Crosby. I know the name Ovechkin, and I know the name Gretzky. That is – that's about <laughs> where I'm at. Uh, so I kind of asked, you know, I know the Blue Jackets are kind of – you know, I, I'm not going to say bad or anything. I, I know they're kind of just – one of the other teams. I don't think they're traditionally a powerhouse. They've That's won
0: one playoff series. Ever? Two. Two. Two playoff series? Okay.
2: So not not the most productive franchise. Not trying to be mean about it, but I'm just objectively speaking. So I, I kind of asked, is this like a lower-ranked team landing like one of the top guys?
1: Yes. In free
0: agency. Like uh, we said, uh, Kevin, what would you compare it to in baseball terms?
1: In, in terms of baseball, this would be like uh, the Reds getting like Mike Trout or Otani or Aaron Judge or uh, let's say – So a top five guy basically. Yeah, five basically. So
2: could, could we say this was like when the Reds landed junior back in 99? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this should be – this is big for them.
1: It is.
0: So and we landed – I mean Johnny Hockey. Come on. Tell us about him, Devin.
1: Is that his nickname, Johnny Hockey? Yes, Yes. it is. is. So Johnny Gaudreau, or Johnny Hockey as his nickname is, he is just a ridiculously good hockey player. This past season uh, up in Calgary, he's coming off a 40-goal, 115-point season, just ridiculously good, and he's that type of guy throughout his entire career that has a history of just putting up the goals and putting up the points like crazy. And that's the type of guy that you want on your team, regardless of where you are. If you're bad, you're in the middle, or you're good, you want that guy because he can help out your team so much. Okay. And
2: can I ask a quick question? Yes. You said 40 goals. 100 I'm looking at the stat line now on ESPN. So Forty goals, hundred fifteen points. Yes. Uh, explain that to me, because I, I thought goals and points were the same thing. I have no idea.
1: Okay, so here's how it goes. Because um, they also count assists. So what they do is they okay. add, they add the goals and the assists, and that's how you get the points. So let's say you you know you score ten goals, ten assists, you get twenty points. That's that's your stat line. So,
2: okay, so it, it's kind of like assisted tackles in the NFL, and you have your yeah. total tackle line.
1: Yeah. Okay, got it. So, in Johnny Gaudreau's case...
2: It's kind of like if Lamar Jackson led the league in touchdowns.
1: Yeah.
0: The, so, his like, total yards, they might add, as passing and as rushing. Yeah, right. that's a good...
1: That's a good one right there.
2: Okay, so it's it's kind of like everything he helped create,
1: basically. Right, right. So, in Gaudreau's case, 40 goals plus a 70-plus assist, and that's how he gets 115 points. And the Blue Jackets thinking... Okay, we're probably done for the day. We're done for now. And there was some truth to that. Well, then, around 4 o'clock, Johnny Gaudreau comes to the Blue Jackets and says, I want to play for you. And it left the Blue Jackets in shock. Even uh, Kekaline and the Blue Jackets GM said this in a press conference, kind of like, he said, like, wait, what? So he quickly went back to you know his team and said, okay, guys, this guy wants to play with us. We need to do it. And they did it. They gave him a nine, a seven-year deal worth nine point seven five million dollars. And Johnny Gaudreau is with the Blue Jackets, and now it's just an exciting time. Yeah, that's his. That's Love his that.
0: average annual value. So not overall deal. It's nine point seven five oh. per year. Just a oh, year. Clear. Be clear on it.
1: So, just an exciting time. And since that point. Season tickets for the Blue Jackets have just gone ridiculously up. It's the most ever in the month of July in Blue Jackets history because people see what just a big type of move this this really is. It's like, you know, the Bengals getting Joe Burrow. This has a potential to be life-changing for the Blue Jackets because now everyone is talking about the Blue Jackets. All the attention is on the Blue Jackets. So much positive energy and attention is on the Blue Jackets. Where before it's like, well, you know, Blue Jackets, you know, whatever, fine. Now it's like, whoa, Blue Jackets, they got Johnny Cadro, they got this, they got that. Everyone's yeah. talking about it and, it, and it's just great to see. And I can see it's that. just. For my own personal. It wasn't
0: one of the, uh, the top destinations. Sorry, Kevin. But they, they weren't seen as that, you know. And that's why it was such a shock to everybody in that room. But they're like, okay, if Johnny wants to play here, we're going to find a way to get Johnny Hockey here. And right. they also needed to resign Patrick Line, who they had picked up in a trade a couple of years ago. And uh, so they did get him resigned. But then that's the downside of the business, Kevin. And <clears throat> yep. we wanted to talk about Oliver Bjorkstrand then had to be moved to Seattle for just like a third and a fourth round pick. And he's a guy who came up in Columbus, uh, had a still had a really decent, solid contract. But the way the salary cap works in the NHL and everyone's so close to it, if anyone's going to take on salary from you to help you get under the cap, you're not going to get equal value on that player back. But that's the cost of bringing in a Goudreau.
1: That's correct. Is that uh, that's the unfortunate reality is that Albert Bjorkstrand is – a guy that's been in the Blue Jackets system for years, and he was one of their top prospects. He worked his way up through the minors. He helped their uh, minor league team, the the Monsters, win the championship, the Calder Cup, in 2016. And from that point on, Bjorkstrand has been an absolute important part of the Blue Jackets being a 20-plus goal scorer for most of his career. This past season, he had 28. He probably would have had at least 30 if he didn't get coronavirus this past season, but that's what kept him back. But he's just so good because he has the ability like Line, where he can just shoot it anywhere and it just goes in without really any effort. And the, 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 the goals that he scored, you're just like, wow, just wow. But like Dale said, the unfortunate reality is that you sign Johnny Gaudreau, you sign Patrick Line, you sign Erica Branson, you're going to have to trade someone for cap space and Oliver Bjorkster. And unfortunately, that one, it had to be that way because when you look at the Blue Jackets from a contract standpoint, he's the most valuable one. Every other possible choice was like one or one year at most. And no team is going to trade for that because they could just go away after the season. So it, Now, there are reports the that
0: that some of these teams wanted like a first round pick along with a player. So we actually gained back at least some draft capital, you know, by trading him also. Whereas if we traded someone else, you know, they, we might've had to attach like a, a first round pick with the player just to clear salary space.
1: And that's, that's correct. And that's something that Yarmo uh, Kekalainen did not want to do considering that the 2023 draft is seen as one of the better drafts from top to bottom. You'd rather not do that if you have to. And Yarmo has, has a history, like, you know, Duke, the Bengals GM, you know, Dick, Duke Turban, of uh, making good draft picks. And so by getting these two extra draft picks, you just gave him more ammo to play with here. So, And that's something that people don't look at. And I understand you don't like that Bjorkstrand is gone, but that's something there is, like Dale said, two more draft picks that you have to play with that you can use for your team now or the future, or you use those guys that you drafted for a trade. You just have to keep going, and that's just kind of how it is. You just got to do it. And like most businesses in this world, You know, the pandemic really screwed a lot of businesses. They're not getting as much money as they used to. And there's a flat cap in hockey right now because of that. And that just makes this whole salary cap situation much worse. So
0: there's not very many teams that have the cap. I think that's one of the reasons we ended up landing Goudreau too, right? Because a lot of people thought he was going to get 12 million and he might have been able to get something close to that somewhere somewhere. But a lot of teams weren't offering that. And he's like, well, all things considered, you know, he's getting ready to, I believe his wife is pregnant, correct? Yep. He's getting ready to start a family. And he he, he wanted to be somewhat closer to New Jersey, which is where he grew up. Yep. But he also, you know, didn't necessarily have to be like right in New Jersey. So this is a much shorter flight than when he played for Calgary. It was It wasn't like he loved Calgary, but he wanted to be back in the States, back, you know, somewhat close to where he could get on a flight and make it home in no time instead of, you know, so much longer when he was in Calgary.
1: And, and that's, and that's correct. You know, he can get on a plane that's just an hour to New Jersey and he's there. And Columbus, like Cincinnati and so many other Midwestern cities is just a great place to raise a family, you know, good schools and good fun stuff to do and just a great environment to raise a family. And, you know, you said Johnny Gaudreau, he has, a, he has a kid coming in September, and Columbus is just a perfect place for that. So many guys that have played for the Blue Jackets over the years have come back to Columbus to raise their families because it's just that perfect of a place. It just perfect, like Cincinnati and so many other places.
0: Now, do you see any more trades happening? Because, I mean, obviously we're up against the cap. But we have kind of a lot of forwards, almost a lot of wingers that I could see, you know, you try to get rid of one of them, maybe add some more depth somewhere else. I mean, someone's got to go, right? Kind of what's your thoughts?
1: Absolutely, because, again, it kind of goes with they need help on defense. And another thing is you look at who the, their Blue Jackets prospects, who, who is coming either this season or the following seasons, a lot of those people are wingers, so you're going to have to make room for those guys to show up. And one of those guys is, who I said earlier, is Carl Marchenko, the big Russian prospect. He's similar to an Oliver Bjorkstrand, where he can score goals like crazy and he can shoot it. And you need to give people like him a chance. And eventually, their two draft picks, the defensemen, are going to come and. They have other good top forward prospects coming soon. So you're going to have to make a trade, whether that be now sometime during the season or next off season. It just has to be that way.
0: Yeah. Santori uh, or Matt, do you guys have any other questions for Kevin? I mean, you know, we'll probably keep this episode somewhat short, maybe 20 to 30 minutes. So we'll maybe get a couple more things in.
2: Yeah, sorry. I've got a lot of going on right
0: now. Oh, you're I'm, good, Matt. No worries, I'm man. Good. i
2: good. I've been doing a lot of, like, salary cap research behind the scenes while you guys have been talking. And, you know, it definitely uh, looks like they backed the truck up for this guy, all, all things considered. I've got – I'm on this yeah. track right now, and I've got it sorted by left wing. That's his correct position, right? Yeah, he's a winger. He, he plays is, either or. Yeah. In terms of average annual value, he, he's the number three paid left wing in all the NHL. I mean, that's yep, no small feat, especially for, you know, a, a smaller market team like Columbus. So that, that's impressive to me.
0: It was just an opportunity they couldn't pass up, you know. It was like, oh, well, we didn't see this coming. But, yeah, he wants to be here. Let's go, you know. <laughs> like...
1: Yep, it, it's part. You just kind of have to go for it, and you don't get those opportunities that that a lot. So if you, you just got to do it. And now you just see lots of excitement for the Blue Jackets. It's truly amazing, you know. Again, to throw the Bengals into this, that whole season that they just had, going to the Super Bowl, all the excitement and all the hype that you could feel in person and on social media, that's the Blue Jackets to a lesser extent. Not as big as that, but to a lesser extent, it's like that because we're, we're in August and I'm on social media. And like, yeah, the people who I follow talk about the Blue Jackets, but like I'm seeing it everywhere, even from people who they like hockey, but they're generally speaking, not talking about hockey right now. They're more focused on like the Reds or the crew or, you know, FC Cincinnati or some other Ohio sports team right now. But to see Blue Jackets talk everywhere, it's truly amazing. I was at a Target recently. I'm wearing, you know, my Blue Jackets jersey. And a guy sees me and says, go Jackets. And I'm like, yeah. And I gave up, you know, I'm like, let's go CBJ. So there's just so much positive energy in Columbus And it's just great to see.
2: So I do have uh, a couple more questions here. You know, I, uh, my, my, my gears are turning. I think I'm coming up with some great ones, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm new to this whole thing. I know I keep saying that, but I, I want to reiterate that so that if there are people that are new to hockey that want to listen, know that there's some of us in the same boat, man. Um, is how does like training camp work? Or is it spring training, preseason? Like how what's the terminology? What do I need to know
1: for that so I don't sound like an idiot? <laughs> no, it, it's it's like the Bengals, it's training camp. And basically it's like what the Bengals do, and you I know the Reds call it spring training, but it's a similar idea. Um that you have your practices and the blue jackets posted all over social media. They do their drills, skating, shooting, they play games. And in between those, you'll have your preseason games. And like every other sport, the preseason games determine the prospects, if they're ready for the team, or if they go to the minors, or there's some guys on tryout deals that they may or may not make the team. And if they don't, then they get cut. And oftentimes those players, like other teams, use that preseason as an audition. Maybe if you don't go well with the Blue Jackets, another team sees this and goes, I like that. And then they sign with that team, and then they do well. And vice versa, that's happened with the Blue Jackets as well.
2: Okay, so that's incredibly similar to the NFL. Um, right. do, do they do, like, fan days where, like, fans can go watch
1: practice? Yes. So the Blue Jackets, um, the it's usually, like, on a Saturday in September when it starts. Uh, the Blue Jackets have a practice facility connected to where, where they play. And they open, it's called the Ohio uh, Health Ice House. And they on a Saturday, they open it up to the public. And it's like two hours. And you sit there and you can just watch them practice. And it's a lot of fun. I've done it. And if you, I throw it out there to anyone. If you're in Columbus and you have the chance to do it, or even if you're not in Columbus, but you're close, somewhat close by, it's a it's a fun time because you see them practice, but you're also looking at what the team is and what they could be, but you're looking at some of the team's future and their top prospects. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Yeah. So now They'll the help. season starts like we we're saying around October, correct?
2: Yeah. So, Dale, I, I got this. Starts October twelfth. Yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Two days
1: later. Well, whatever. You need to get it together, Dale. (laughs) No, but (laughs) under normal circumstances, they would have started like the first week of October. But like many things, coronavirus has really screwed things up where it's the 2019-2020 season. They normally play 82 games, but they only played 70 and they started the season back up in August where they did a 2014 playoff instead of 16 because they didn't have the, the chance to finish out the season to determine who got in and out. So they did a 2014 playoff. And the Blue Jackets were one of those teams. And they played Toronto. They beat them, knocked them out. But then they lost to the Lightning in the next round. But because of that, the season ended in September. And then that following season started in January – And it got squished to July this past season. It started, it got pushed back to like the second week of October and they throw in the Olympics that the the NHL was supposed to go to. So they took all the games in February and they put it into late April to finish, but the NHL didn't do that. They didn't go to China, but the schedule was already made. So it was too late. So they had to play at till the end of April. And so, the season ended in, like, late June, and that's why it got pushed back again. And so the hope is is that the 2023-2024 season, it goes back to normal with, like, no interruptions whatsoever. Awesome. Sounds well, – uh, yeah, we'll all agree with that. But uh, uh, I, like Santoria said, October 12th is when the Blue Jackets season starts. They're on the road in Carolina to play the Hurricanes. Yeah, I just messed the team up. That's okay. Um, two days later, for home opener, Friday, October fourteenth, two thousand twenty-two. I'm buying tickets to that game in Carolina, by the way. Perfect. Yeah,
0: Matt lives in Carolina, so that'll that'll work out
1: perfect. Perfect. But uh, Friday, October, Friday, October fourteenth, two thousand twenty-two, the Blue Jackets home opener. They start their home season against the Tampa Bay Lightning, as Santori has said. I'm going to be there. I got, I'm got. i going to get my tickets, and it's going to be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. So I strongly encourage everyone to join us, all of us, on this Blue Jackets journey. Get on the Blue Jackets hype train. Let's all have some fun and cheer on the Blue Jackets.
0: Yeah, whether you're... New fan, so, an old fan. I I hope you guys welcome us kind of newbies in, you know.
1: Absolutely. There is so much positive energy building in Columbus. There really is. You can see it. You can feel it in person on social media. The interest is like, boom, just like the Bengals, what, what they did. I mean, now, I've never been to Columbus.
2: Maybe I've been there for like five minutes as I drove through. Do, uh, do they have skyline up there yes
1: there's skyline Chili's in and about all around columbia all right, all right. skyline you, chili is one of the blue jacket sponsors you're keeping my interest kevin <laughs>
0: hey,
1: I, I love skyline chili too it's great it's great
0: <laughs> well guys we wanted to do the kind of this off-season recap and get this thing rolling um we might not do episodes like Constantly, you know, we still got a little ways away, but if there's some news or we got some things, uh, you know, we may rotate people in in and out with Kevin here because he's definitely going to be our expert with this one. So, uh, you know, just maybe every couple of weeks we'll try to put something out and uh, just have some fun with this.
1: And the fun thing about uh, downtown Columbus where the Blue Jackets are located is – it used to be years ago, it used to be a really bad area, like a, a prison was there and a penitentiary and all this bad stuff. But along came the Blue Jackets, and the penitentiary goes away, and it cleaned up the area to where there's lots of bars and restaurants and stores and hotels. And there's also uh, the Guardians affiliate, the Columbus Clippers is let there, as well as, as, well as uh, the soccer team for Major League Soccer, the Columbus Crew are they all in downtown Columbus. So the Blue Jackets really turn that area around for the better. And if you're in Columbus, like, that's like one of the areas to be. Because you can just make a day out of it. You can go to some bars, some stores. You can hang out, have some fun. And then just depending on the season, you can go see the Blue Jackets play or the Clippers play or the crew play. and just Or the, or the Buckeyes. Way. The only thing
2: that concerns me is you said the jail went away. Where did they put all the criminals?
0: Well, probably down here near where I live in Lucasville. <laughs> <bud>. <laughs> That's no, <what> we there, <laughs> we get them.
1: <laughs> it was an old penitentiary that was there for like years, and like it was the building wasn't in good condition and everything. It was kind of like slowly. You just, so there is there are prisons in Columbus. I can tell you that there are other places. It just. Not the one where the blue jackets not accepted, right. Can't, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this has well, been Ke- great,
0: Kevin. I feel like we've learned a lot of Hill. just just on this episode, so uh, we're not gonna keep it too much longer. When was no. uh, Hill. I'll close it out with uh, thank you for letting me
1: start, absolutely, with you guys. Absolutely, this is fun. You know, I hey, I love talking about Ohio sports. Just blue jackets, Battle Bengals, of Bunker Reds, Hill, whatever. Air cats, who cares? I love it. I love talking about Ohio sports.
2: Can't wait till this thing gets going and we can have blue jackets <laughs> after ducks <dark.
1: laughs> and into his trivia. I'm nice. no, but to, but to I'm answer, win a free beer. <laughs> no, but to answer your question about Ohio, you know, yeah. Uh, Ohio State's also in Columbus, but it's just not in the same area that the Blue Jackets and the Crew and the Clippers are. But of course, the this shoes ain't are
2: important. You yeah. I'm a Bunker Hill, <laughs> that's stealing me a free beer. That's yeah. what you win. He's like Bunker Hill. We need a free beer. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, a match 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 match. Matt's at yeah. trivia night right now. Yeah. Yeah. i look uh, i look forward to learning <laughs> a little bit and maybe getting up to columbus
1: know what's up there man oh, absolutely man. and um yeah the- that's a that's a good time to end it so Matt can concentrate
0: we gotta get all right
1: yeah i'll that's do
0: one yes
1: trivia I'm night
0: trying to win a free beer
1: So I'll throw on one one quick shameless plug and then we can end this since both of you have done it. So um, I am one of the leaders of Union Blue Soldiers. It's a fan group for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So we do a lot of fun stuff, including doing a march for the Blue Jackets. We're doing it October 14th. So we're throwing it out there.
0: We we could always link up and meet up with uh, Willie Lutz or something, too.
2: For sure, we'll I have to. And, and
1: uh, ninety minutes for me, I can make a quick trip. Right, and it's we get about a hundred people last year. I the Blue told West you with us, and there was told you three hundred. You did listen to me. Fun time, so follow us on, on all social media platforms. Oh yeah, if you're able to come, come join us on March October fourteenth, CBJ, and uh, let's go gang, who day, got a who day. I yeah. they're going to beat them Blue Jackets. I think right. <laughs> they going to beat them Blue Jackets. No Bearcats, too, but that's uh, who they. <laughs> throw it all in there.
0: Oh. All right. Now, is that the same like March? Is that Were you guys the leader of that one that i seen on Twitter the yeah, other day? So,
1: yeah, so basically because I the story about the marches is that I've been doing this the, since 2014. And then last year, the Blue Jackets uh, Marketing Social Media Department came to me and said, we want to do a march with you. And I said, okay, it's for the home opener. I do one for the home opener. This is what it's going to be. And last year, through you know talking to them on the phone and Zoom meetings and everything, we worked something out and we did a march together. And it was a fun time. They brought their team mascot, Stinger, and the people who throw, like, the T-shirts with the T-shirt guns and, you know, all that (laughs) fun stuff. Yeah, let's fun. And uh, it was a great time. So looking forward to doing another March. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Fun time, October 14th. So you're able to do it. Well,
0: we're learning as we go. Thank, Absolutely, for uh, thanks for having us. Uh, we'll try to become more knowledgeable as we do this and just see where it goes. Doing some research tonight.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go play like NHL 2019 on Xbox. Is it on Game Pass? Out. Yeah. yeah, one of the old NHLs is. Three. Uh, NHL 94 rewind.
1: 94. <laughs> yeah. Except you're not going to get the Blue Jackets because they didn't exist back then. Right. The we'll create a team. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, we'll so this is good. This has been fun, oh, and I'm right, looking forward to this. This is, this is going to be good. It's going to be good.
2: All right. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. We can end the recording, edit some stuff out if we need to. And uh, I'll end that right there.